These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody, it's time for another edition of the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman and on Instagram, Johnny Eulett. And my partner is... Favaz, Keishi Guy, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. KC95 Favaz. All right, and this is another one of Favaz's one-on-one interviews. This goes back to what year and with whom? This is David Lee Roth of Van Halen, and it was July 12th, 1999, almost 20 years ago. Wow, wow. It's He's on the crazy. phone. You're, you're both on the phone. Yeah, so how it happened was uh, I got a call early that morning or the morning before from Al Hofer, who used to be the KC music director, and uh, he would he said, uh, "Do you want to interview David Lee Roth?" And I was like, "Sure." You know, he woke yeah. me up. I remember. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, his manager is going to call you." I was like, "Okay." So I hang up the phone, and uh, I get a call almost immediately back, and it's this very gregarious fellow on the phone. He's like, "Favaz, how are you?" You know, and blah blah. You're going to interview Dave today? And I was like, sure. And we're working out the times and everything. And then he says, um, after the show, I want you to come back and have a drink with us. Now, I don't mean, you know, you come back and do a meet and greet. You're actually going to have a drink with us. Wow. Uh, just out of the clear yeah, blue? Yeah. Wow. Hadn't even met him. And I didn't meet him until after the show that night. So this is this morning. I'm laying in bed talking to this guy. And uh, I'm like, okay, sure. You know, you want to have a drink? Whatever. I still didn't believe it. You know, and uh, so then Dave calls for the interview and I'll talk about what happened after the show when he trashed Sammy during the show. And then I got high with David Lee Roth after the show. It was great. Interesting stories after we're finished doing the interview. But first we must dissect the Diamond Dave himself. And you talk about a character, one of the great characters in rock for sure. Absolutely. Here we go. Here we go. Hello? Hi, this is David Lee calling for Guy. David Lee, how you doing, man? I'm good, Guy. How are you today? I'm fine. You ready to roll? Um, Absolutely. Are you going to go on tape? Yep, going on tape right now. And roll them, sire. All right. Hey, it's Favaz. With me on the phone is David Lee Roth. Dave, how you doing, man? I am doing spectacular. Favaz. That yeah. like a verb. Sounds like a verb about to happen. That's <laughs> what we're doing in town here. That's right. David Lee Roth is uh, going to be opening up for a bad company. It's amazing. And these guys are always mesmerized by your name. I know. Ozzy. Everybody. <laughs> Virtually everybody. So say was, something. So it was Ozzy and who else uh, made a big deal? Oh, uh... uh, uh I don't remember. Ro- Jimmy Page. No, Robert. Oh, Clark. yeah, yeah. It was Jimmy Page. Was you Jimmy call Page. me Fazo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Keel Center tonight, and it's going to be a great show. Oh, man, and- soup's on, and it's all drums and guitars and bikinis and fast cars. This is, you know, I'm the guy who's always taking a few left-hand turns. I think we've kind of gone right back around to the root, Favaz. Is, <laughs> is that your taste in music there? Yes, Dave, of course it is. Well, you know, drums, guitars, and the occasional ripped tube top. Huh? <laughs> and a little alcohol mixed in? Well, you know, I think... All work and no play makes for some alarmingly predictable lyrics. <laughs> hey, Dave, Dave, tell us about the... <laughs> I mean, now, if you've never heard Dave in an interview situation, this will not stop. He will be no. this way the entire interview. It's one right after the other. One yeah. crazy... I, I, I just let him go. I, I, you know, I knew it was going to be... I, You know, back then I knew it was going to be like that. But uh, I just... What, what do you do? You just let him go. You have to. Yeah. You don't want to get in his way because nope. he's always on a roll. Yep. LR band, man. Who is in the band with oh, you? Oh, man. Brand new, young, 
swinging hot musicians who you've never heard of before. I find these people coming out of the club circuits, just like I found you Van Halen and Steve Vai and all these characters. Right. And they have all of the suitable convictions, both spiritual, religious, and a few prior convictions. <laughs> <laughs> and all the right vices and no distractions. Bart Walsh on the guitar, Todd Jensen on the bass, and Ray Lucier on the drums. These are faces and new people who are literally just brand new to the West Coast. You know, people come from all over the world to either, it's probably pretty much New York or Los Angeles. That's where all the studios are. That's where all the, uh, well, that's where Heidi Fleiss lives. Oh, well, yeah, she's a personal friend of yours, isn't she, Dave? She was at one time. I was <laughs> all right, so, so Heidi Fleiss was a madam. Yes, right. <laughs> For those people that don't know, there right. are plenty of, she was a madam that uh, ultimately, I don't know if she did some time. But 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 she got arrested and stuff. She brought down some big names, yeah. didn't she? Yes, she yeah, did. Yeah. Yep. Her her, <laughs> Heidi her skills, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. you know, dang, I'm the only one raising my hand. That's the only difference between me and the rest of that. And hemisphere. Charlie Sheen <laughs> and everything. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, Dave, wait a minute. The guitar player, though, is, is this the guy that is in the Van Halen tribute band, Atomic Punk? You know what? He came from a band that was playing a lot of different things. And he sent me a tape about four and a half years ago of him playing some Van Halen stuff. And I just kind of shelved it up, and I said around this time, you know, let's do a catalog. Let's do something that is all of those classic tunes, because this is going to be the only place you're ever going to hear them sung by the guy who forged them. This is the only place you'll hear them with the real voice. I said, maybe this will be the right fella. And when you hear it, it's the real deal. It's better than the real deal. You know, you have to be something. You don't just play it. That's right. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock you out. We've been touring the country, Europe with this. Oh, my God, people are going out of their minds. And I tell you what, we, we did get to see a set list from a show, I guess one of the first shows that you opened for Bad Co., and it looks like uh, a little bit of your solo stuff, but the rest Van Halen, old old Van Halen. Well, I wrote all the words, tunes, lyrics, I'm the face. You know, when I was quarterbacking for Van Halen, Favaz, it was all about, you know, make you want to drink, dance, go home and sleep with somebody. Right. Now they kind of encourage you to drive a Nissan and attend therapy, so... <laughs> <laughs> He could be a stand-up comedian if he wanted to be. He could be anything he wanted to be. The, the guy is his just his a mental acuity is off the charts. Yeah, he's really he, smart. Yeah, well, I have to tell you what what we talked about backstage after you know yeah when I get into it, but that that's when I really realized that he was a he's a very intelligent dude. Absolutely. Yeah. When I hear him talk, I hear Ted Nugent. Yes. Yes. And I hear Jim Dandy of Black Oak, Arkansas, really? who I think he has somewhat modeled himself after. I don't know. He may have even said that over the years. I don't know for sure. But if he hasn't, I hear that as mm. well. I was know. thinking Nuge for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear some more. Hey, I'll salute you as you go by, but that's not the love train I want to sign up for. <laughs> We're talking to David Lee Roth on KC95. And Dave, uh, I have to ask you, because I don't think I read anything, but when, when, what did you think of Van Halen 3 with Gary Sharon? I don't care about Van Halen if Roth ain't in it. If I, neither do you. <laughs> you know, professional, wonderful, neutral. I wish you were in uh, NATO and the United Nations, but... Uh, you know. Well, but but I mean, I, I I heard Sammy talk about it, and he laughed and thought it was a joke, and I had never read anywhere what 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 you know what you thought of it. Well, mm -hmm. you just heard. Okay, good, <laughs> good enough. Well, let me ask you about Sammy Hagar. Now, Sammy, ooh, I've heard Sammy. Same deal. Not at all. He doesn't want to talk about it, but you're going to force it on well, him. Well, no, I mean, I think it's a valid question. Well, so first of all, we asked about. Gary Sharon and Van Halen 3. Now I'm asking about Sammy. And I don't think I had, at, at that time in 1999, I had I had the relationship that I have with Sammy now. 
because I certainly had never been to Cabo yet. That was three years away. Um, may have interviewed Sammy on the phone once or twice. I don't even know if I had, I think I had met him maybe a couple times, mm-hmm. but I did not have the relationship that I have now. But you're going to force him to talk about Sammy Absolutely. Here. All right. Mm-hmm. Company and a kind of a, a musical contention there that, you know, in one corner, somewhere between Shania Twain's new leopard skin pants, Buster Rhymes haircut, and the uh, Rob Zombie corn tour. Wait a minute. How'd those other guys get in here? <laughs> <laughs> the company don't fit. You know, those right. fellas are playing a different kind of approach and something. And uh, I just as soon stay right up near the front bumper, unless it's ultra classic, like something Van Halen classic or Bad Co. or, you know, ZZ Top. They want to go on tour. I just got a call the other day. They want 30 cities in, in Europe coming up. No, with you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just said, you know what? Instead of going out and hounding everybody and hyping and, you know, and, and getting the, you know, the whole promotion machine and here's our brand new song and our song and our record and everything, why don't we just do this like we do in the backyard? Instead of the backyard, though, let's use the whole world. <laughs> I have that opportunity. I'm going to call me lucky. Some folks, too. Now, how, how did you get hooked up, hooked up with Bad Company? Same they way? They called us. They called you. Yeah, I put out the word that I was interested in playing South Padre Island after I read about it in Playboy magazine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out the hurricane took care of that plan. <laughs> all right, all right, I see. It was out, you know, that we had a band that we could put together. And uh, as soon as we started touring, we did one show in Europe, and all of the other shows there just blew up. I just played to 40,000 fans in um, Helsinki, Finland. Really? So we're bouncing back and forth constantly. There's And, you know, without putting out the record or what have now, everybody's calling on the phone. Everybody wants a tour. Of, we just got calls from Alice Cooper, the Scorpions, the blah, blah, blah. You name it. Um, you know, the Millennium gigs. We got some really big calls come from that. And it, it all comes from just classic, old school. Hey, if it's really that good, then people will talk about it. And I guess the Internet is blowing out. And yeah. here I am with you, Favaz. That's now, a no, class. <laughs> what's your website? Don't uh, you have a website? You know, DavidLeeRoth.com or, you know, any number of them. DiamondDave.com, yeah. Slaughterhouse, uh, <laughs> what have you. And I haven't started any of them. We get over a million people, unique hits a month different people every month coming through the david lee roth site um i didn't even start the site that was started by fans you know people love dave for van halen and i get asked all the time well what do you like better you know dave van halen or sammy van halen and for me two totally separate things two two separate bands and he was right they you know sammy and them the songwriting went up 10 notches, you know, and they wrote about other things. And with Dave, it was, you know, sleeping around, getting drunk, whatever. I like both. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Love both. No, I, I, I agree. I like the original myself uh, always. Usually the original is better in just about right. anything. And I think right. in that case, the original is is uh, the pinnacle for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Dave, I mean, with uh, Sammy, um, it, I think it comes down a little just in terms of uh, authenticity because it's not the original. That's all. But yeah. still good. But yeah. It's just not. Uh, it's not the original. As long oh, isn't as that Ed- nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd you say? As long as Eddie is playing guitar, I don't care. Well, there's that too. Yeah. yeah there's that it. quotient. It's incredible. <laughs> it has. It has verged onto. Something that has gone beyond just, oh, a pretty picture and a note no notebook. It's, uh, you know, there's an attitude here that I don't think, you know, um, people have had for a long time. Right. I mean, you know, the Stones are having this, you know, but beyond that, who else, really? 
You know, Who else really means it, Favaz? I hear you. You know, I would imagine that uh, when you go to, to to Europe and play, Dave, that they absolutely must love you because, I mean, to, to see a, a legend as yourself come over there and, and, and do your thing without, you know, Van Halen anymore, man, they just must eat you up over there. I went to right outside of Helsinki at a city called Vasa. There are 40,000 people there. And the first three acts that were on before me were rave bands playing industrial, techno, pop, kind of whatever. Average age of the audience happens to look like about 20 years old to me. And when we, we were the only rock band on the whole bill, we came out, everybody knew every single syllable. <laughs> Come on, man. I was sleeping yeah. with somebody who came out two years after my first record. Ah! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> give me that towel. <laughs> <laughs> you wish, man. No, I'm not wishing for that. <laughs> oh, he's dead serious. <laughs> he's joking. He but, but that was funny. <laughs> no, I'm not wishing for applause. <laughs> I was going to say, Dave, isn't it great how you can get older and the groupies can stay the same age? Hey, it's an attitude, you know, it's an approach. The whole idea of <laughs> that, you, that your voice has got to disappear or that you got to cave in is, is attitude. You know, look right. at all the movies I ever grew up with, all the best pirates, you know. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Hey, just because you're young doesn't mean you know how to rock. Look at John Cicada. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John Cicada. I, I, I know the name. Cicada? I, I don't. I don't even know. No, no, Cicada. John Cicada. No, but uh, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that person. I know the name. I just can't put right. it with uh, what he's talking about. Good point, you Dave. You want a happy hen house mofo? You get yourself an older rooster. <laughs> you know it. An experienced one. That's Gosh. Like I told you, he's not going to stop. He's true. It's, he's you're, right right there, too. You're going to have to hang up on him to get him to stop doing this stuff. It's going to be interesting it. to see how this ends. <laughs> All right, man. Now, Dave, are you going to record again anytime soon or anything? Yes, uh, you know, the... The uh, tax man and the uh, record company cometh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're, you know, all, I, we did this old school for Buzz. I says, you know what? If we're that good, people will call. And they've been calling like crazy, Jack. Well, and they're still calling, probably. I mean, we see these these classic right. artists. They're booked now and busier now than they've ever been in their careers. Right. But I will but say you that- don't hear much about him right now. I don't think he sounds very good live. Yeah. You know, the la- I saw Van Halen the last couple times with him just, you know, recently, and he just he just doesn't sound that great. Right, right. You know. And he's involved in some business now. Uh, he's invested a lot of money in some tattoo removal business. Yes, or yes, he did like something that. like that. Yep. So he doesn't sound like he's even concentrating on even doing anything right. musically at all. Right. Well, let me ask you, how did you come up with the Van Halen material to do in concert, Dave? I mean, did you, did you consult anybody else, or is this all on your own? You thought, oh, okay, I'll play... Running with the devil, I'll play this, no, I'll play I, that. I had uh, offered it up to the guys in Van Halen early this year and said, this is what we should do here. This would be great. And, uh, you know, they're off on their own trick, their own approach. God bless, see ya. <laughs> and, uh, you know, these are, come on, this is this music is as familiar to most or perhaps more familiar than the national anthem. Uh, I would agree with that. You know, <laughs> a lot of people who know the chorus to, you know, running with the devil they play when the Yankees take the field for the first game of the series. <laughs> that old song. Probably more people know the words than the first verse and the chorus of that. <laughs> you are probably right, he's Dave. Good. He's getting close to John Lennon territory here. Yeah, right? More he famous does. than Jesus Christ. You better be well, careful. Once again, he's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, I'm not smiling when I say it, but I'm smiling when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to sing the national anthem, Dave? Um... Absolutely. No, actually, no. You know, I, I tend to veer away from politics and melody. <laughs> but what if you had two babes with you on each arm and you had to sing the national anthem? Would that be different? 
You know, there's a potential there. I see Star Spangled, but I see something bursting. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to David Lee. You can't change. <laughs> We're talking to David Lee Roth on KC95, and Dave's going to open up for Bad Company, the original Bad Company. Now, have you been watching their shows at all, Dave? Bad Company is alive. That you know, come on. Rogers has one of the greatest voices in the history of the sport. Yep. Lee and Van Halen back when in the club days made quite a living yeah. playing a lot of their tunes. So you know, that's a, this is a good spin around. They sound better than ever. I, I, on the other hand, represent that tawdry escapist quality that keeps so many counters at the video rental so busy. <laughs> I can imagine being a long car ride with David Lee Roth. By the end of the ride, you're like. Get me the blank. Yeah, get me the fuck out of here. Or, you know, <laughs> strangle them. Yes, absolutely. But there'd be a lot of laughs yeah, along the no, way. it would be fun. Be a lot of laughs. Yeah. You'd just be worn out. You just need to get out. I can't wait to tell my story to the people yeah. about the time, about how, the, the you know, the, the, I don't, it was like 20 minutes I spent with them yeah. by myself. Yeah. Oh, so Dave, you're saying that we can expect to see babes on stage with you at Kiel? Actually, what you can expect to see is guitar, bass, and drums in the real deal. I've right. always maintained that if you can't do it in a pair of jeans with a single white bulb, you stink. And <laughs> this is the absolute test. That's what I told the band, you know, before we start adding on props. If you can't do it in a pair of white pants and a single, a single light bulb, light bulb, then you, you don't matter. Damn. <laughs> wow. Go ramp and the multicolored day glow, you know, digital diode, super 12 ton truck of lights, and that is coming. Right. You're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not let the band get out of hand. These guys... <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, Dave, we can't wait to see you, man. It's going to be so cool. I can't even remember the last time you were in St. Louis, man. It's been hey, so long. Hey, it's been a while. And you know what, Fabaz, they're in is another good point is that I said, I'm not coming anywhere until I run into the real deal of musicians. You know, right. well, we've kept a nice high grading curve here over the last how many summers. Why now, Why lower it now? Right. Um, these guys showed up, you know, either on a videotape or a recording piece of tape or what have you. And, uh, you know, they're all in their early 20s, and it's like, wow, this is for real. And, then, you know, in a day and an age when... You know, you can either, it's it's either email or phone sex or uh, watch it at home on pay-per-view. Very few people really come from the old school of a thousand hours playing in a beer bar to a mildly to a hostile crowd. Right. <laughs> yeah, I read about the Beatles doing that, and then yeah. Led Zeppelin did it. I hear so. I did it. Right. <laughs> and here you are in 1999. That's a damn good place to be, and I feel good about this interview. How about you, Favon? I just feel super, Dave. <laughs> and this day was not for naught. <laughs> We're ahead. <laughs> David Lee Roth, man, thank you so much, man. I couldn't wait to talk to you today, and I can't wait to see you open up for Bad Company. Good luck to you, man, and hope you put out another record soon and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely, Favaz, and I'll see you backstage. You know it. Hey, Dave, will you do me one-liner? Sure. Hey, Here this we go. is David Lee Roth. You're listening to Favaz on Keishi 95. Got to write it down, just like all the other ones. Keishi 95. And you want me to say your name as well? Yeah, Favaz, yeah, Favaz. Okay. This is a great one. Hey, this is David Lee Roth, right where the rubber meets the road with Favaz. Just live right here on Keishi 95. <laughs> That's cool. If you want to do a generic one, just say this is David Lee listening to Real Rock. For Dave, that was generic. Rock Radio, KC95. Sure. Okay, go Hi, this is David Lee Roth, and you're listening to Real Rock Radio on KC95. Cool. Cool.
That's it? That, I guess that's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. You had to end the interview. He was not going anywhere. Oh, God, man. I just, Back I just in got the a big of, ass smile on my face. Just He was just so good. Back in the days of long-distance phone calls when they used to cost a lot of yeah. money, I bet he had a huge phone bill because yes. that dude just won't stop talking. <clears throat> Love him, though. Love yep. the guy. Now, your story okay, so, about afterwards. All right. Well, so, so during the show, so he opened for Bad Company. So well, I'm, well, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm sitting at the soundboard for the David Lee Roth uh, when he opens. Why? Uh, because the tour manager asked me to. Okay. So the, Is this the, the guy that called Gregarious, you earlier? Yeah, the gregarious guy, okay. who, who I don't remember his name. So I, I was sitting at the soundboard, so I had a good view and could hear everything. And I'll never forget him singing Ain't Talking About Love from Van Halen. And he gets to that point where he says, uh, I, went, I went to the edge. I stood and looked down. Hey, there's Sammy Hagar's career at the bottom. Oh. Crowd booed. Wow. Big time. Yeah. You know, I was just like, Thinking to myself, oh, he doesn't know what Sammy means to St. Louis. Yeah. He has no idea. Right. No well, clue. He, he had to have known. No, I don't really think he did. Okay. Because, um, you know, it's only one town, and I guess nobody told him, and, you know, it was a big deal. And I was just like, ugh, you know, <laughs> I hope we get out of here alive. Yeah. So after this, after his, you know, his gig, um, I went backstage, like they said, have a drink. So they had one of the dressing rooms at, uh, I, I hear myself say Keel, so it must have been called Keel Center then. They had one of the dressing rooms dedicated to him, and it was called, I'll never forget, above it said Club Dave. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. You walk in, it was dark, there was a DJ spinning tunes, there was lights really? and everything. Wow. Uh, there were a lot of girls. Uh, they were serving alcohol, which kind of freaked me out because i was like wow you're gonna serve liquor to these people and you know if they go out they could sue you you know i'm thinking of all this stuff right and uh you know everybody's thinking hey you know dave's gonna come in in the room you know so i'm sitting there with my van halen women and children first record because i wanted dave to sign it sure so i'm sitting there and uh, there was a lot of people in there, a lot of girls, like I said, that they just handpicked out, you know, hey, come backstage. There were in, some dudes. In, industry people or fans? No. Uh, oh, total fans. Okay. Fans. So uh, the, the tour manager comes in and uh, he sees me and he goes, would you like to meet Dave in private? And I was like, well, of course I would. We literally go across the hall, open the door to another dressing room, and there's Dave. In all his glory, with his spandex on, stretching. I mean, he's like bent over with his palms on the floor. Yeah. And he sees me and he goes, Favaz! <laughs> and he hugs me. And I was wow. just like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. It's <laughs> yeah. David Lee Roth. And uh, he's like, sit down, sit down. You know? So I sit down. And before that, the, the, the some of the band members started to come into Club Dave. So that's when the excitement level really got high. And, yeah. and they thought Dave's going to come in, you know? So that's when he said, hey, would you like to meet him? And I go over there. And I, you know, so some of the guys, when they would get done at Club Dave, would come back and, you know, get their clothes or whatever. Dave, Dave didn't have his own dressing room, I don't think. So anyway, uh, we're talking, and Dave is smoking a big, fat joint. Mm-hmm. And at this time, uh, at that time, 20 years ago, I, I was smoking, and I was just like, you know, inside going, please, please ask me to smoke. Please ask me to smoke. Mm. I'll be damned if a second later he goes, you smoke? I was like, sure. And he hands me, you know, the doobie. And uh, we smoked. And then I had a margarita, and I had a drink from Club Dave. Yeah. I, I, I sat there and had a conversation with David Lee Roth, getting high with him, and I'll never forget him asking, so what's this, what's the arch made out of? 
And when I told him <laughs> that it was made out of stainless steel, he couldn't believe it. <laughs> he was shocked. He, I don't know if he thought it was concrete or what, but it was just funny that uh-huh. that, that that happened. And then I had to ask him, uh, I asked him, well, who's your favorite live performer? Now, who do you think David Lee Roth would say? Uh, Al Jolson. No. No. No, but but it's not a rock artist. Yeah. Um, it's not a rock artist. But uh, but I think you've played him on the Casey Classic Show, maybe. Hmm. Uh, boy, um... I'll never forget him saying this. I don't know. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, wow. Jimmy yeah, I didn't Buffett. expect that at all. It's <laughs> his favorite artist. Wow. And then Sammy Hagar models all his business world and everything right after, after Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Yes, yes. That's, cool. That's weird. So here we are. We're getting high. We're having a great conversation. And I just remember I felt really stupid asking him to sign something because it felt like I knew him. Yeah. You know, and so I did. And he signed it, and it's framed in in my dining room yeah. right now. Just signed um, Dave, or did he say two he, guy? David Lee, two guy. Two Favaz, yeah. No, he wrote two guy and David Lee Roth, whatever. And uh, so then I asked him, and this is when I felt really stupid. I was like, uh, "So are you gonna go across the across the hall to Club Dave?" He's like, "Nope." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." And because I just felt kind of kind of stupid, so he had no intention of going over to, to Club, Club Dave. Dave. <laughs> So all those people were in there thinking they were going to meet Dave. They met the band. They met the most of the band. They didn't meet Dave. And I walked out of there and I saw Bad Company. Bad Company was really good. And in fact, Bad Company was on my show that day, Simon Kirk and Paul Rogers. And I have that on tape, on the same tape that we just heard David Lee Roth. We'll do that one day. That'd be great. And uh, they had a great show and went to Boomers after. saw Danny Cox and his wife, former pitcher of the Cardinals. They were all there. And it was just, it was uh, one of those great nights, one of those great rock moments. Because everybody thinks, oh, you hang out with the rock stars, you drink with them. This time I did. I drank with them and I smoked with David Lee Roth. It was really cool. And he he couldn't have been sweeter. Loved it. That must have been a, um, a plan on that tour as well. They wanted to give the local DJ, DJ. people like yourself, a, a thrill and a half. And right. it was probably planned. It, it, it could have Sounds been. like it, because if it started with the manager calling, saying that. Right, then, right, yeah. right. Come back and have a drink with us. And, and you heard Dave at the end of the interview yeah. say, have a drink with us. So they do the Club Dave all yeah. the time, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Van Halen, you know, David Lee Roth is famous for, for you know, looking for uh, groupies and, right. you know, and all that. So he had all these girls in there and there were some dudes in there, you know, yeah. but they came and got me out and asked me to meet him in private. And it was just, uh, I'll, I'll just never forget it. How about, it great. how about Van Halen striking gold twice on lead singers like that? I know. They had a big strike well, out there with Gary Sharon. They but did. The other two guys in their own inimitable ways, classic, fantastic Makes Dudes. me think of ACDC. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Bon Scott and Brian Johnson. Yeah. You know, they were they were lucky and um, it, it was cool. Yeah. You know. Well, excellent. Excellent uh, interview on your part as usual. Thank you, Vaz, uh, I, I enjoyed it immensely. A lot of laughs there. <laughs> yeah, Hope you all liked it, too. Uh, we'll have another episode for you next week. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man and uh, in Instagram, Johnny Hewlett. Favaz, Casey Guy, Instagram, Twitter, Casey95, Favaz. Facebook. Adios, my friend. And you're. Come on, say it. You're going to get in trouble. All right. Fine. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. 
this holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.